You're gonna need a bigger boat. What a day! What a lovely day! I'm having an old friend for dinner. You are a toy! She wouldn't even have a fly. You can't handle the truth! I'll be back. English motherfucker, do you speak it? Just keep swimming, just keep swimming, just keep swimming, swimming, swimming. And we are back with our first episode of December. First movie, one of our Christmas movies, and one we talked about in our top five favorite uh, movies to watch in the month of December. Today we're talking about a movie from 2003 from the, the acclaimed anime director Satoshi Kon. This movie is called Tokyo Godfathers. You've got the Rotten Tomato stuff and all that? Yeah, the budget. Rotten Tomato, 90% from the critics, 91 from the audience. So, Very and, close. And at first I couldn't find that, so I wrote the IMDb rating at 7.8. So either way, it's even that that's high. Very that's high positive all the way around. Yeah. Also, this movie had a, a budget of $2.4 million. It did not perform well, Adam. Really? It made 609000 Now, was that all over Japan or, that, or was that was that, worldwide? That, as far as I could find, that was all I found on it was the budget versus really? the gross. And I was like, wow. Wow. I, that, I have a hard time believing that. Cause I did, too. That was that seemed low. Because normally these, low. these movies seem to at least perform well, not here in the States. But yeah. worldwide, they normally do perform well. Well, Satoshi Kon, he passed away, unfortunately. I think it was back in 2010. I believe he had some kind yes. of cancer. Oh, I don't know. Um, he only made four movies and an anime series. He made, I think his first movie was one called Perfect Blue, which has been, has been likened, or actually has been thought of as kind of the inspiration for the movie Black Swan, actually. Oh, okay. uh, WatchMojo did a, a top ten list of movies that are suspiciously like other movies or may have copied other movies. Black Swan, they say, may have copied Perfect Blue because Perfect Blue is about a young girl who's an actress who starts to lose her grip on reality. It's like an animated psychological thriller. Huh. That sounds and like it's a good a, double it, feature. Yeah, maybe a great, great double feature. Um, he also did one called Millennium Actress, which was fantastic. I'm trying to remember. I think Millennium Actress... Yeah, Millennium Actress came before um, Tokyo Godfathers. Then he made Tokyo Godfathers and... His last movie was one called Paprika. Okay. Which is all, which is strange because it was also on that same list because it has been likened to Inception. Oh. Because it's all huh. about dreams and traveling through other people's dreams with the use of technology. So, two double features? Maybe. Four movies I've never seen. <laughs> You've never seen Inception? I've never watched Inception. <laughs> I've never well, I've never seen a Black Swan. You have seen Black Swan either? I haven't either. I've thought about it and said I was going to watch it for mm-hmm. years, but I never have Made it a point to do it. Okay. So, um, with Tokyo Godfathers, we have a story of three homeless people, a teenage runaway, Miyuki, a homeless, um, I won't call him a transvestite, but, um, homosexual, uh, cross-dresser, cross-dresser kind of, whose name is Hannah. Or Hana, as they say. Yeah, it took me a while to find that name. Hana, yeah. Before they, uh, before I caught that they said it anyway. Right, and then you have a, a homeless man, middle-aged man who's just been living on the streets for a long time, and his name is Gin. Gin. G I N. Yes, I swear I noticed it was G I N. It makes sense; it wouldn't be Jin, but <laughs> in my mind, that's how I pronounced it the whole time. <laughs> yeah. So, um, 
So yeah, this movie starts off. You get like they're at some play or mm-hmm. in a church. Children are singing Christmas songs. Right. So do they do that in Japan often? Is that a thing? Well, Japan is not a is not a um, it's not like America where it is a very Christian nation. That's what I was wondering. Um, but there, yeah, there are Christian churches. I mean, I taught I taught English at one. Um, there are Christian churches around Japan that will do you know Christmas celebrations and stuff like that. You know, homeless outreach, which is what this is. You know, they make the homeless people sit through a a sermon. You know, in a Christmas play talking about you know the nativity and all that, and then after that they serve them food. Oh, so. Okay. While this play is going on, we see Hannah. Yes, yeah, so I, I was like, it shows a woman who's obviously a man. <laughs> Very obviously a man. <laughs> Another man who, who looks the part of homeless. Uh-huh. Like, Hannah doesn't necessarily look completely homeless. Right. But this other guy, you could tell. I was like, okay. And then, and he keeps falling asleep. Waiting, mm-hmm. And, you know, she's waking him up. You need to listen. You need to listen. <laughs> yeah. So, um... After this, they go to the soup line and are getting their food. And I always love this part because it comes it comes back to play later on in the movie. Hannah is going on about, what well, wouldn't it be amazing if I got pregnant with, with, with God's baby just like the Virgin Mary did, <laughs> blah, blah, blah. And then whenever he gets up to the lady who's dishing out the soup, he tells her, he asks if he can have an extra portion because he's eating for two. <laughs> yeah. And she just looks at him like, huh? <laughs> <laughs> and Adam, this... this- this kind of surprised me. They use the uh, the F word towards gay people very uh, generously in this movie. Yeah. It caught me off guard. I was not expecting that. Like, Gin mm-hmm. says it to Hannah multiple times mm-hmm. throughout this movie. And I was like, oh, okay. I wasn't expecting that. Yeah, this movie's PG-13. Yes. And um, I don't, I guess... Culturally, in Japan, homosexuality is not as widely accepted as it is here. Of course, this was 2003, so it wasn't even that widely accepted here back then. I don't feel like it was. Um, oh, no, no, I agree. It just, it, it did catch me off guard. Like, it's used, I was like, okay. <laughs> I wasn't expecting that. So after that, we cut to this young girl who is sitting on top of this. Well, she's not sitting on top of a building, but she's like up on the roof, kind of leaned over the edge. And is she's not hawking loogies at people, but she is, you know, just <laughs> letting a single drop of spit fall and on this group of people. And you, you can't even follow the spit all the way down. But then you see one guy look up <laughs> like, oh, is it raining? <laughs> and she's like keeping tally of how many people she's hit. She's like, there's another one. One, two, three, four, five. There's another one. And that's when Hannah, Hannah and Gin. Gin show up with dinner. Yep. So she so Hannah wasn't really eating for two. He just wanted to bring back food for Miyuki, this girl. How you say it? Miyuki. 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 Okay. Almost like mucus, but Miyuki. Miyuki. Okay. <laughs> Miyuki. All right. And they get into... Look, I love this. I don't know why this, this gets on Hannah's nerves. Mm-hmm. But, but the little woman tells her to eat shit, you old fart. Yeah. And she's like... What'd she say? She says something like, you can call me old, but I won't take fart or something yeah, that's like what, that. No, she says, oh, no, shit fart. I'll take, but, yeah, but right. fart I will not. Yeah. <laughs> I so, was like, oh, goodness. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that's why I found out this one was a teenager. I thought this was a, a woman, a Miyuki. No. Uh, like, yeah, I realized after she, this. She, that's she when I realized young, she, she may be like yeah. 15 years old or yeah. something. Um, it's Christmas Eve. They're looking through like piles of garbage mm-hmm. for Christmas presents for yeah. each other so they could have something. Right. And uh, what was it? Um... Uh, Hannah said she had found a Christmas present for Miyuki, but then they're looking for it, and he's like, he's like, oh, it's gone. Like, uh, a complete 
children's book of world literature or something like yeah. that. And Miyuki's like, why the hell would I want that? <laughs> and, and, and Gian's just like, ah, oh, you should be nice to Hannah, like just for looking for a Christmas present for you. And he's, he's always getting on Miyuki because he thinks she's like kind of ungrateful. Yeah. And, and th- this seems weird too, because mm-hmm. they're arguing mm-hmm. and I don't know. He grabs her breasts and is like, with small titties like these? Yeah, and I'm she, like, oh my goodness, yeah. what is this? <laughs> yeah, she's like, I'm an adult. And yeah, he grabs her and is like, yeah, with little tits like this? <laughs> but no, what, what? before before they start fighting, Miyuki throws, uh, what, what is it? I forget, Gin says something to her, but Miyuki throws a book and hits him right in the face. And Hannah's response is, hey, don't do that to Dostoevsky. <laughs> <laughs> so when they get into this big fight, suddenly they hear... A crying noise. Yes. They hear a baby crying. crying. They find a baby in the garbage on Christmas Eve that has been abandoned. Now, it's snowing. It's cold. I have been in, you know, in, in Tokyo, it gets cold. It gets really cold. In the, so someone left a baby out here. Oof. Yeah, I wasn't sure. I don't know how cold it gets over there. It gets pretty cold. Um not yeah. as cold as in like Hokkaido, but it, you know, it's snowing. Was, was it's it snow- snowing? Yes, it was it snowing, snowing at this it point. It is snowing, so yes. So they're just like, oh, shit, now what do we do? Yeah. So you get seen Hannah holding the baby, mm-hmm. trying to console the baby. Mm-hmm. Gen and Miyuki are looking through some papers. Yeah, they find a piece of paper, I think, that says, please care for this child. And there's like a little bit of, I think, baby formula and some diapers or yeah. something in there. And then you see a key. And this is when you get your... your your multiple Christmas references yes, in this, this movie. Yes, this key is number 1225. Yes. So, so is that considered Christmas over there? Or is yeah, I just... mean, Christmas is a holiday over there, but it's just not as big a holiday right. as it is here. You know, the one but it's Christ... celebrated the same day and everything? Oh, yeah, they celebrate okay. at 1225. Um, okay. the, um, the one Christmas that I was there, though, I didn't, actually, I didn't get to come home to the States that Christmas, and I was like, oh, this is going to suck. But when I went outside on Christmas, it was like, just another day. Everybody was still going to work. Nobody was, it wasn't really anything special. It didn't really feel like Christmas until I got to my American friend's house who had invited me over for Christmas. Then it felt like Christmas. So Gin and Muki are telling Hannah they need to take this baby to the cops. Right. We're we're not doing this. Right. We cannot handle this, Mm -hmm. which is how I felt. I'm like, you're three homeless people. You cannot handle a baby. But But then Hannah's like, no, this is a gift from God. It's our, she's our Christmas baby. She's our our Christmas present. She's our baby. And they're just like, what what are you saying and after that is when the official title card pops up right because these really, credits are cool I, these credits are awesome because like the first time i watched this movie i don't even think it had subtitles for the credits so it just looked like a bunch of random japanese stuff like in bright contrast but it's like the site you see you see it you know the, the it's the opening title card is on the side of a truck that pulls up yeah and then they're like walking under all these signs that say you know animation house or man, animation by madhouse and and this is the this is the real one of the coolest opening credit sequence I think I've it ever really seen. It really is because you get like you say signs around the city, mm-hmm. buses going by, mm-hmm. might be on some towers they see, right? And that's where all the credits are. I right. was like, that is the cool way of <laughs> doing cool. it. I like and, it. And um, while they're walking, you see some weird stuff start to happen, like these guys who are up on a roof painting something accidentally knock the bucket of paint off, and it almost hits them. <laughs> and then they're crossing the street, and you see. Hannah stops to turn around to say something again. And these two people who were walking behind them on the street get wiped out by this moped. This moped just comes sliding through. Boom. Just knocks both of them out. And okay. One cool thing on the building behind them, 
The posters? The, the posters. I those have, I saw, those I, were posters for Satoshi Kon's other movies because you see Perfect Blue, Blue and you see Millennium Actress. There. And Tokyo Godfathers. And Tokyo Godfathers. That, yeah. The poster for that is in there as <laughs> yeah. well. So that um, was kind of cool. Yeah. And this whole time, all these crazy things are happening around this kid. And it's like, like, like all these near misses they've had. Right. So it is a Christmas miracle. It is a Christmas miracle. They decide to name this little girl... Kyoko? Kyoko. Okay, yes. I want to make sure I said that right. Yeah. And whenever whenever Gin hears that, I'm like, why do you want to name her Kyoko? Yeah. He freaks out. Like, we don't know why. And, and, and then, uh, then Miyuki's like, why? You got a girlfriend named that? And he's like, that's a... F-. And, uh, no, no, what was it she said? She's like, oh, that is such a tacky name. But then he's like, no, that's a fine name. Yeah. And she's like, wait, you got a girlfriend named that? <laughs> and he just calls her an idiot. And then Hannah's playing peekaboo with this baby. Mm-hmm. And I swear, when she opens her hand, I would be terrified. I'm like, this is a terrifying little face to see <laughs> playing peekaboo. <laughs> One thing I really like about, about Satoshi Kon's animation style in this movie is they the characters can look very realistic, but then sometimes their facial expressions can look very comical and very cartoony. Yeah, And sometimes they're just... Like, you can tell the animation's just drawn and they're not having them actually being animated. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. You watch more animated movies to me. That that threw me off a little bit, just seeing a character stand there, not, like, no expression, nothing. Mm-hmm. Like, it was literally just a drawing in the movie. Right. So. So, they take this baby back to their little house, little shelter, whatever you want to call it. It's, it's just, like, you know, a sheet metal... Yeah, walls and and just not it's, it's like nothing but 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 they still somehow they like have like like a, a little um heat uh, stove eye there they've got they've got their beds there so it's almost like a little house like yeah. and i and i have and i have seen stuff like that not like in downtown but in kind of the outskirts of the city little almost miniature shanty towns where homeless people lived oh okay and hannah has agreed to take this baby to the cops mm-hmm. on christmas right so the next day mm-hmm so, the baby's been crying a lot. They mm. finally get back. They change the diaper and the baby stops crying. Right. And he... I said, it says he'll make some milk because I guess it's Hannah that's going to make milk. Right. And then the teen goes to buy some water. Right. And I'm like, where's this money coming from? You're homeless. I know that you can have some money, but... Right. Mm-hmm. And on the way... Well, I was about to say she finds, but no. She runs into this guy mm-hmm. and he has a baby book. Yeah. The, 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 like, these guys have just got all these big bags of books that people have thrown away and i guess they're going to try and recycle them or maybe yeah, sell probably. them like That's sell them at a, and, and uh see she uh, and uh miyuki actually found a bunch of expired um rice balls like they, they call them onigiri these little seaweed rice oh, okay. things and she, she she finds them out back of the i guess it was the convenience store so she takes that that baby book from the guy and, and gives him a couple of those little rice balls as an as a thank you Right. And they they look at this girl. They look at her and they're like, "Oh, you're the girl who's always with Gin. We know you. We know yeah. we, we don't want to get involved with you yeah. or something like that." Yeah, that's right. They do say that. <clears throat> Meanwhile, we get the Gin telling the stories about he was married and had a child, mm-hmm. and that his child died died of a sickness. Mm-hmm. He was trying to let's see what was he trying to do he exactly? Was, he, he was a racer at a he's a bicycle yeah, racer. bicycle racer. That's said. right. And that. His child would have only been a few years older than Miyuki, mm-hmm. so he kind of sees her as a daughter, mm-hmm. which when when he said that, it immediately took me back to the scene room grabbing her. I was like, it's even more creepy <laughs> if you're thinking of this as your daughter <laughs> and you're doing that. Yeah. <laughs> a little weird. And then after, and then he says his daughter ended up dying. Mm-hmm. And then later on, his wife died. Mm-hmm. And that, that's when he led it, started going into the life of poverty, I guess. Yeah. He just didn't know what to do with himself, so yeah. he just kind of became a homeless guy. 
And he's been living like this for how I forget how many years he says. I, he, I think he said 15 years or something. He said that earlier when they found um, the, the baby. Right. He's like, I've been on the streets for 15 years and I've never seen anything this bad. I never, never would have imagined something like this. So then we go to the next, I guess, this it's Christmas the next morning. Day. Yeah, it's Christmas morning. Mm-hmm. Muki is waking up again. Hannah and the baby are gone. Right. And then, <laughs> I made a note just because, again, says that F word again. I was yeah. like, again? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and, and But as they're tracking him in the snow, they're like, Man, Gin uh, says, man, he's got big feet. <laughs> and Muki makes the comment, well, you can't have your feet fixed. <laughs> Since I guess as a man, he's getting other stuff fixed. Maybe. I or at least, know. I don't know if they did or not, but that's what it's referencing. At least that's how I took it, yeah. referencing that. I actually, I've never thought about that. You might be right. That's how I took it, as you can't get your feet fixed. Oh, my goodness. So they find they find Hannah and the baby. Just she, He's just kind of like knelt down in the, in the middle of this parking lot. And he's he's obviously having second thoughts about about taking this baby to the police. He's like, if we take it to the police, we don't know what's going to happen. He might end up in an orphanage. He might never know what his family and, might n- never know what her family was or who her family was. Right. And Hannah makes the comment that she never knew her mother. Right. So, so um, they make it their mission to set out to find this baby's mother, mm-hmm. and they want to know why did you abandon this baby? Right. Right. Because yeah, that, that's what Hannah wants. He, he she wants the the answers for that basically. And they're like, well, how are we going to find anything about her? And that's when Muki remembers they found the key. Yes. Now, I'm not sure. I mean, maybe maybe it had like the, the, tr- the train station um, name on the key itself or something. Like, how do they know which train station to go to? Because every train station you go to in Japan has got lockers like this, coin lockers right. where you can store stuff. So I don't know so, if it's on the key or maybe it, it was with that information. Key. Who knows? Yeah. Yeah. But um so they they open this locker again, twelve twenty five. And I love before they open it, Muki asks, What if we find another baby in here? I was <laughs> yeah. like, Okay. Um so they open it and there's another there's like another piece of luggage in there. It's just got a bunch of random stuff. A lot yeah, they of have clothes, some clothes books, books. They got toothpaste. Mm-hmm. And then you you find four roses bourbon. Uh-huh. And another key. Another key, yeah. And I think they believe I believe they find a, a picture uh, of a couple. You found the picture of that couple. Yeah, they find the picture of the couple. Yes. And then they find a business, business card, card for someone named Midori, Midori. at a hostess club. Club now, Swirl. Yeah. I think it was called. Yes, Club Swirl. Now, um, a hostess club is basically a place where, I mean, it's not like it's not like a prostitution. It's not, not like physical prostitution. It's more like emotional prostitution. You go and pay women to pretend to be interested in you and have conversation with you. These is are, that what it is? That is what I, it is. Okay. They're, they're, they call them hostess clubs. Because I did kind of think it was like a call girl place. It, well, yeah, they kind of they kind of make it look like a call girl place, but um, I mean, and, and some of them there may be stuff like that that happens. But traditionally, a hostess club is just where you go and talk and have conversation. Oh, okay. So they call this club. There's no answer. Mm-hmm. So now they're on the train. But no, you. Oh, oh. This okay. part, I love this part okay. so much, because as they're standing there listening to the phone ring hannah's holding the baby and as they walk off you see the lady from the soup kitchen on the escalator behind them coming down and she looks down and sees hannah with the baby and she goes she was eating for two. <laughs> oh my god okay <laughs> but uh, but what, 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 what's funny is like that's what the that's what the subtitles say but all she really said in japanese was it's a miracle oh okay <laughs> okay so they're on the train. Three. Where homeless- do they get the train money? I don't know. I mean, 
maybe we don't know how much money they've got saved up or got stashed. So they had enough money to buy the to buy the water. They had enough money to to pay to open the locker. And now, I mean, oh, I don't you know, have to pay to open the locker. Yeah, when you yeah, have they, the key? Um, yeah. Once you I mean, you, I guess if you keep it for if you keep it for longer than a day, you have to pay to get the stuff out again. I don't oh, know. See, I, that I didn't even realize. Okay. Yeah, because um, I think Hannah says something like, "This is an expensive Christmas while, oh, while she's yeah. putting the money in the." in the coin locker. So I don't know. It depends on how far they were going on the train. Cause I mean, some train fares can be like a buck 80, you know, not a whole lot of money, but they're in this train, three homeless people in this train. That's probably heated. And everyone around them is covering their noses. Yes. And you also have a baby mm-hmm. who's probably has a dirty diaper mm-hmm. along with the homeless people who have their own stink. Mm-hmm. And if you're saying the train is heated, then yeah, is, yeah, yeah, then that thing's gonna swell up pretty quick. Yeah. And <laughs> as they're standing there talking, they're like, "Well, like, what if, uh, what if the rest of the f- no, what, what? Did, I forget what Hannah says. She says something about like, like, do you think the rest of the family's dead too? And the, and and Gin just says like a family suicide, and he says it out loud, like for everybody <laughs> listening, and everyone like stops and looks at him. And he's like, "Well, then what are we gonna do?" He's like, "You can't search the next world." It's like, "What are we gonna do then?" But as we're sitting there, Miyuki is just kind of standing, looking out the, the looking out the, the window. Yes. And then the train comes to a stop. They say they have to cancel the train because of the weather, because of all the snow on the, right. on the tracks, which I've never seen. I guess I've never... It didn't snow enough to do that in Osaka. But then another train right next to her, right next to their train stops. And you see a man reading a, reading a book or a newspaper, <clears throat> and he looks over and sees Miyuki on the other train. And when Miyuki sees him, she freaks out. Yeah, and I mean, it was like, is this the dad? Like, I, I caught... That I, was your major... That was okay. my... I put it right here. I was like, dad? Question mark? Because I was like, it's got to be. The way the way she looked at him and mm-hmm. the way when he looked and recognized her. Because mm-hmm. you can see him on the other train and he is like yelling, trying right. to get her attention. You see him get out a phone and start making a phone call. And also he is wearing this this like red scarf with, with yellow polka dots on it. Which that comes into play later as well. So Miyuki, like, just, she, she opens the window of the train and jumps out the other side. Yeah. And everyone's like, what the hell just happened? Because Gin and, and Hannah have to follow too. And whenever she falls out, she, she accidentally loses the baby's formula. It, like, falls out and falls over, all over the place. Yes. So they are now walking on the train tracks. Yeah. And they are, don't know, not, not even, still not even really sure where they're going. But Hannah starts singing. Like, come on, let's sing. Let's keep our spirits up. And starts singing Climb Every Mountain from The Sound of Music. I was like, I knew she was from The Sound of Music. Mm-hmm. I'm not familiar with those songs. I'm not super familiar with them, but I do remember that one. Okay. So. Um, and as they're... And, 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 and everyone's like, if you keep singing like that, you're going to make yourself tired. You're going to lose all your energy. And he's like, oh, no, I'm going to be fine. So he just walks along singing it. And the next thing you see is him like... Ugh, he's just all... Yeah. Clenched over, like he can't move on. He's like, I'm so hungry. And they're like, we told you. <laughs> and they end up in a cemetery. Right. Now, this was this is I think it's um I think it's a Shinto religion where they will leave offerings to the dead. Okay. Whatever that may be. It might be that person's favorite meal or that person's favorite sake because um Gin is, Gin finds a, a, a bottle finds of sake bottle of or a bottle okay. of wine, something alcoholic, and yes. he just immediately gets to drinking. While Hannah is going around looking for something they might use for the baby. This is where I first found out her name was Hannah. Oh, okay. <laughs> it was right here. And then he just happens to look and see, like, a thing of baby formula. Mm-hmm. 
and diapers yep. sitting on this tombstone. So this was a baby that died, probably. Most, most, definitely a baby that died. And that's when he's when, when Hannah's like, oh, Miyuki, you're so lucky. Or no, um, um, Kyoko, you're so lucky. Yeah. They, they keep hinting all through this movie yeah. that, that, that this baby is like good luck. Right. Like it's a good luck charm. And I didn't realize that's why the stuff was on these graves. I did not oh, know you didn't that. Realize that. Okay. I didn't know that. Uh-huh. So I was, I was like, yeah, that is definitely lucky that you would just find random baby food stuff. But I had no idea. <laughs> yeah, uh, there's another anime I watched just recently called My Cat is a Room. Well, my roommate is a cat, and the character in the beginning of the show, his his parents die. So throughout the show, he's he's leaving offerings at their tombs, at their headstone, which is something they do. I believe it's Shinto uh, religion. So I like this next shot. This next shot. It's like on, uh, I guess, it's like the big mirrors you see on like street posts. Yes. I love the way that shot looks. Mm-hmm. That is an awesome shot of them standing. You're just looking in the mirror and seeing yeah. them. And I, and I, I cool just, you see those things everywhere in neighborhoods while you're, when you're, when, when you walk around neighborhoods there, you see them all over the place. So this is one of those movies I love to watch just because I get to look at stuff and go like, oh, that looks like where I used to live. You know, stuff <laughs> like that. Yeah. It looks like my old neighborhood. Um, <laughs> You do and, have that connection. Yeah, I do have that connection. And uh, they're try- they're at a T junction and they're trying to figure out which way to go. Like they don't know which way to go, so they just flip a coin. And yep. they go this way and find a car parked in the middle of the street. And they're like, "What kind of asshole does this?" <laughs> it's like a it's like a Beamer or a Mercedes or something. Really nice car. Until they walk around the back of the car and find a guy I stuck under, under it. it. Yep. <laughs> And at, at first, they're just kind of standing there looking at it while this car is slowly, like, <laughs> rolling over him. And then they and then they actually get the, uh, you know, Gin and Hana, you know, Hana gets to use all of her strength, actually push the car off of this guy. And he's like, oh, eternally grateful. He said some lady was walking her dog and bumped into the car when he didn't put the emergency brake on and just rolled throat. over him or something. Yeah. And he hands him, a, it's a 10,000 yen bill, which is like 100 bucks. Okay. I was say, I know he gave him money. Yeah. And that's when Gin sees this guy is missing a pinky finger. And he gets freaked out. This guy is Yakuza. Japanese mafia. When... He also gives him his business card Yeah, he right gives here. him his business card. And... See... Um, you know that guy's Yakuza because in, in Japanese Yakuza, like if you screw up really bad, that's the first thing to do is they take your pinky finger. Oh, and see, okay. Because in Japanese tradition, that would be the finger that was most important in, in controlling a, a, a katana, a sword. Oh. So without that finger, you can't use your sword very well. And the more you screw up, <clears throat> the more fingers they take. I don't, did you ever see Predators? No. Oh, you never saw? Okay, I well, never watched Predators. Um, well, in that one, you know, they got a bunch of different warriors from Ameri- from, from, from Earth. You know, they got, like, Israeli Mossad and American Special Forces. Well, there's this one Japanese guy in the movie, and he, like, doesn't talk at all for, like, the first two-thirds of the movie, just about. But then he says something, finally. And someone's like, oh, so you do talk. Why didn't you talk before? And he holds up his hand, and he's missing two fingers, and he says, because I talk too much. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so, okay, I didn't realize that was why. So they, they ask him, and, you know, when Gin sees this guy's missing a finger, he's like, okay, bye, see ya. But then Hannah's like, um, actually, do you know anything about this club? And, and he gives him the club card, and he's like, oh, I own this club. Well, no, the owner is marrying his daughter. Oh, the, right, the owner's marrying his daughter. That's how it is, yeah, mm-hmm. the owner's marrying his daughter, yes. So now they're in this guy's car going to, <laughs> yes. I guess it's the wedding, and he, uh... <laughs> He's like, he keeps turning around and talking to them while they're yeah. driving, and they're all just like, watch the road! Yeah, watch, he almost runs to the back of a truck. Mm-hmm. And, and then, you're right, we're at the wedding. And, you know, it's just the juxtaposition of these three homeless people in this 
super ornate, super just high-end, high-dollar luxury, like, ballroom. Yes. Wearing their same clothes, mm-hmm. so they definitely stand out. Mm-hmm. And we find out the daughter's name is Kyoko. Mm-hmm. So is that a very popular name? It is in this movie. I don't think it was. Okay. I don't know if I met anybody named Kyoko in the movie while I was there. Okay. Um, oh, and we forgot to mention earlier, when Gin was talking about his life earlier, didn't he say he like tried to bet a bunch of money on one of his races or lost money at the race? Yes, that's in one how of his he, races? Yes. That's how they went broke, and his daughter got sick, and, they, and then she died. That yeah. was it. So while they're here, they you know he and Hana are sitting there talking, and talking about what good luck the baby is. You know, um, they say, oh, um, Kyoko needs a change. So Miyuki takes her and goes to change her diaper. And they're, they're just stuffing their face with all this food, obviously, because they're, they're homeless people. And suddenly they have all this good food. Yes. They're hungry. Mm-hmm. And Hannah says something like, oh, isn't, isn't, it, isn't it so lucky? It's so amazing. What an amazing coincidence or something like that. Talking about just, just every crazy thing that's happening. It's like it's all just falling in place for them. Every time they find a lead, they immediately find where that lead goes, just about. But then Gin's like, yeah, you might be right, because he sees somebody. He sees this guy across the way. And he's like, that son of a bitch. Yep. And, and that's when Hannah's like, what? What are you talking about? I was like, if it weren't for that guy, I'd still be with my wife and kid. I was like, so this guy has some kind of a history. And, he has, and, and Gin has a bottle, and it, like, like a wine bottle, and is just about to go with this guy when this woman, we think it's a woman walks up when she's she's got like a silver platter in her hand then drops the platter and sees we see that she has a gun yes but this guy is also the guy from the picture earlier right because they actually they talked to him before again gets angry mm. well no he was not from the picture he was he just he knew the girl in the picture yeah but that's how they knew to talk to him about it was he was one of the guys in one of the pictures they found was he yeah because that's how they that's why they talked to him and showed him the picture and she's like yeah i know her so, well, they, they showed her, they showed him her business card and then they showed him the picture. I was like, Oh yeah, I know her. Yeah. But, but he was not the one in the picture. Oh, the way that was. Made... Okay. I might've just been lost in translation, but no, he was not the one in the picture. Okay. Um, how you say her name? They say her name right here. I have it down. I just don't know how to say it. Sashiko. Uh... Sashiko. Oh, good grief. I think, yeah, Shiko. That was it. Yeah. Um, because he's the one that tells her, like, hey, she quit because she got pregnant. Right. There, he's, he, this, and all that happened before. Mm-hmm. Before this, yeah, angry I, I skipped that why. part, unfortunately. Um, but then this person with the, this person dressed as a waiter tries to assassinate this guy. Oh, no, tries to assassinate the boss, the, the guy who was missing a finger, the father of the bride, and the guy, the other guy jumps in front of him yep. and takes several bullets. Yeah, takes several bullets instead of letting his boss get shot. And then this person runs off and that's and, and sees and finds Miyuki and Kyoko and takes yep. them at gunpoint. Yep. Fires a couple of rounds back into the crowd so everybody's everybody's hitting the ground. Then takes the wig off. You see, this is a dude. Yep. And not only is it a dude, he's speaking Spanish. Yeah. That's that was one of the most jarring things about this movie is suddenly there was someone there speaking Spanish. Yeah, and I, of course I have no idea what he's saying. Well, I, I understand he, he's like he was you know, he was saying help me at one point. Okay. So he, so, you know, Hana and Gin obviously go running after him. And they get in a cab. Yeah. The, um, the guy and Miyuki get in a cab. That's 1225. 1225 like on, uh, was it on the, was it on the license plate I number? I think it was on the license plate number. Yeah, it was on the yeah, license. Yeah, it was the cab plate number, yeah. 
But yes, then the, Hannah goes after them. Mm-hmm. Ha- Hannah? Hannah. 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 And then Gin's like, no, I'm done. Yeah. He needs he's a like, drink. Yeah, he's like, let the police take care of this. He's like, we're not action movie stars. This isn't a movie. Let the police take care of this. And that's when, when Hannah's just like, man, fuck you. I'm going after these kids. Yeah. You get a little quick scene again. He's stumbling around. He comes across this old man. Mm-hmm. We don't get a good look at him yet. Yeah. Because then we cut back to, I don't know what you, I called him the waiter guy. Because mm-hmm. I wasn't sure. Muki and the baby. They're, they're going down these dark alleys. They go into this room. Muki actually like steps on a on a syringe and is immediately freaked out. Um, and then the, he he like knocks on this door. The door opens, and and Muki's like, "No, you're not selling me into slavery." But he's like, "Oh, it's okay, tranquila, it's okay." And before we actually get into that room, we cut back again mm-hmm. with this old man. Mm-hmm. He's got white hair. He's got a beard. He tells again, "Can you get rid of this for me?" And it's a small red sack. Right. And, like, Gin actually helps this guy back to his to his little yeah. shack, his little yeah. house that he lives in. Yeah. And he's like, uh, can I, and the guy's like, can I have some of that? You know, some of the, the alcohol yeah. that, that, that Gin has. And he says, he says, I always wanted to die old and drunk in a big house. And I'm all, and I'm halfway there. Because yeah. this, this guy's really old. And did you notice, did you notice who this guy looked like? I mean, I say Santa. Because he's got a small red sack, the mm-hmm. white hair, the beard. And he says, people will find out, or people will get hurt if they find out who I really am. Mm-hmm. So what what are you thinking? What are you, I thought, I took that as this is supposed to be Santa with all these other Christmas references. I would say, and I still think, I, it took me, I, I had to watch <coughs> the movie several times before I realized it, but this guy looks like an older version of Gin. He's wearing oh. the same kind of clothes, the same kind of hat, the same, you know, jacket. It looks, looks like just an older, more decrepit version of him. Oh. No, I definitely didn't get that. Okay. But I guess with the, the like I said, the white hair, the red sack, yeah, you, I the can identity see thing, I, Santa Claus. I was yeah. like, is this supposed to be their Santa? Mm-hmm. But he gives him, yeah, you're right. He gives him this little drawstring sack. We don't even know what's in it. Nope. And then when Gin is getting ready to leave, the old guy dies. He says, he takes, he takes that one last drink mm-hmm. and says, goodbye. Mm-hmm. The old guy dies. And before, as he's, as Gin is getting ready to leave, he looks on his wall and sees a poster of this building and he looks at it and then realizes it's the buildings in the photograph behind the couple, the buildings that were being built right in the photograph they were being built. But now in this poster, they're finished. So that's their next clue. They know where to go from there. Yep. Then we cut back to that, that, that room or wherever Mm -hmm. they went. And this caught me off guard too because you <laughs> you get a scene of a woman breastfeeding Kyoko and another baby. Yep. And I was like, okay. And then Muki was like, wow, big breasts are cool. <laughs> I was like, okay. One of the versions I saw it actually said on the subtitles like big tits, nice. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, and yeah, there's there's a lot of Spanish in this part. Yes. So if you don't understand Spanish, you're gonna miss some of it. But um, we do find out Muki's father is a cop, mm-hmm. uh, but she can't go to him because he would end up arresting her. Right. We don't know why. We don't know why yet. <laughs> yes, but yeah, a lot she of Spanish. So I there was no subtitles for their Spanish speaking. Oh, okay. So I didn't know okay. really what was going on. Okay. Well, you know, we find out the the guy who was dressed as a ma- as the the waitress who shot the guy was this woman's husband. We don't even know like. What kind of, I mean, we think he's part of a gang, obviously. We don't know what. Like, I don't know what kind of Hispanic gangs operate in Tokyo. Um, but we, we find out that uh, that Miyuki had a kitten. She called it Angel. Yes. And 
I believe was it was it was it this very next scene we get that we get her dream sequence? No, we, I don't, no, because no, first I don't we got to so. cut back to again um, uh, getting beat up in the park. Right, these old these he he he's he's leaving this guy's house and these young punks show up and they've got uh, do they have baseball bats or do they, no they have they've got like sticks and pipes yeah. and stuff and they're like okay time for the new year cleanup and they just start going to town on Gin. Just beat the living shit out of him. And they even pull the old man yeah. out from his little mm-hmm. house and pull him on the street and beat him. And one of them takes an envelope from inside Gin's um, inside Gin's pocket. We I think we saw earlier was it earlier where he said it, it had three th- it had thirty thousand yen in that in that in that envelope. Was that earlier when we saw that? Yes. Okay. Yeah. He said he had to sweat blood to save up that much money now so whenever he so whenever that kid takes his money obviously he goes after him yeah and i think this is when we get the dream sequence yeah because he's looking through like old pictures and stuff right Mm -hmm. and miyuki is remembering like first of all you see is like blood on the floor and like blood dripping into it and you see Muki you can tell she's heavier than she was originally she's you know a lot she's a lot curvier I guess you could say yeah and then we see and she's standing there with a knife so I was wondering I was like is this a knife is this a letter opener obviously it's something that's got blood something, dripping something off sharp of it sharp yes because you see her her dad on the floor and he's holding his stomach where she just stabbed him and she says something about you know, where's Angel? Where's my cat? Yeah. Because I think, you know, the cat ran away. And and then you hear a voice saying that Angel is right here. Mm-hmm. And she turned around and it's Hannah with the baby. Right. But did you notice whenever she said something about here, take the scarf I made for you and mop up the blood. Oh, that was the scarf yeah, he was okay. wearing yeah. earlier in the movie when you saw him for the first time. <clears throat> so then, yes. Hannah's with the baby, mm-hmm. and then she turns back around, and the dad is now again on the floor asking for food. Right. And then the baby has wings on her back, because she said this cat, she named Angel, because, because the fur looked like wings on the back of it. Now, earlier, we didn't mention this, but Hannah was calling the cab company that for the, for the cab who that had taken um, Muki and the guy and um, Kyoko away from the building, away from the... the right. Building. So... She is now in the back seat of this cab asking, you know, you know, hoping this guy can remember where they went. And I don't know how Japanese cabs work, if they're all GPS or not. The ones that I've seen are all, have all had GPS in them. So that's how he, that's how she is able to find where Han, where uh, Miyuki and Kyoko are. And <laughs> I, just, I just love the part where, where, um, where she finds them because... She hear, you know, Hannah hears Muki or yeah. uh, hears Kyoko, Kyoko crying. Kyoko yes. has a very distinct cry, and he's like, "Oh, this way, this way." So then, then uh, Muki hears Hannah outside calling for them, and just opens the door, and Hannah's standing <laughs> there like, <sighs> just like snot dripping out of her nose, and it's like, "Oh, oh!" Just scares the shit out of out of Muki. Yes, <laughs> like I said, it's just like the peekaboo scene. Like it's when something all of a sudden on that face, you get mm-hmm. it's terrifying. Yeah. <laughs> I love that she calls her for a while, Uncle Bag. Yeah, Uncle Bag. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But yeah, then Miyuki's asking where Gin is, and, and Hannah screams, he's dead for all I care. Right. 
And then we get we cut back again real quick. Mm-hmm. He's bloody. Uh-huh. He's trying to get out. He looks like he is on the verge of dying mm-hmm. after this beating he took. Yeah, but he got the money back. Yes. And then he falls down. And was it was it was it then that they went back to? Yeah, Hannah and Miyuki went back to where she had left him, where they had left Gin, where he was sitting there drinking, and. Like, oh, where is he? And they they pass these two like paramedics or something saying, Oh yeah, this old guy died. He was homeless. And just whenever Hannah hears that, she she's immediately like, Oh my god. But on their way back, mm-hmm. they're in a cab mm-hmm. and the radio is on twelve twenty five. Right. Well no, that wasn't the radio, that I think that was the fair. Is that, that was, the fair? That was twelve hundred. It was twelve thousand and twenty five hundred. Yeah, yeah twelve thousand two hundred fifty. Yeah, yeah. two hundred fifty. Yeah. Okay, I thought that was okay. And and all Han and all Hannah had was that was 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 that ten thousand yen that the guy had given them earlier. Yeah, because that's when uh, Miyuki says that Hannah's in love again, and mm-hmm. she goes, "No, no, no, my perfect man." She starts describing the cab driver, and he's like yeah, tensing up, getting guys. nervous, mm-hmm. and she's like, "Especially when the person doesn't have enough money for the cab fare." <laughs> so you're right; that does make sense. It's the cab fare. Yeah. Um, and then that's when you get the scene about the police talking about someone dying. Yeah. And Hannah yells for Gin. And he's like, ah, Gin, Gin. And like, you see this body on the gurney. It's, it's on a sheet up. cover up, yeah. And then like pulls the sheet back and still wailing, but then sees that it's not him. It's and that like, old man. Ah. Yep, it's the old guy. And, and that's when, I, I love Miyuki's face when she's sitting there holding the baby, kind of just grinning at Hannah because <laughs> Hannah's just like, oh, I don't care about him. He's not, I don't, I don't care about him at all. And watching that reaction, yeah, Miyuki's just like, yeah, you really do. <laughs> <laughs> But then you see Gin. Gin. He's just laying there, kind of dying, all fucked up and bleeding, staring up at the sky, saying the name Kyoko and saying, I wish I could have seen you one more time. Yep. Then this light comes out of nowhere and you see a woman, an angel, standing there. (laughs) It's funny. I love this part because she's like, which would you rather have, my magic or an ambulance? And Gin's like, an ambulance. She gets mad. (laughs) She's like, that is so rude. So they're back to Hannah and Miyuki. They don't know where to go. They don't know where Gin is. And she's like, what are we going to do? It's getting cold. I'm tired. The baby's hungry. What are we going to do? And that's when Hannah's like, oh, I never thought I'd be able to go back here again. I never thought I would be back there again. So she knows a place to go. Yeah. We see them knocking on a door and this... Old guy in drag opens the door and is like, sorry, we're closed for a private party, but then sees that it's Hannah. Yeah. And just breaks down in tears. Oh, Hannah! And jumps into his arms. Yes. And then and Kim Yuki's just watching this kind of going, what's going on here? <laughs> but then she looks inside and sees Gin wrapped up like a mummy laying on one of these beds. Yeah, he happened to be there. Benches. Yeah. <laughs> like, what the hell happened to you? It's like, oh, some kids beat me up. So then you get Hannah talking to this. He calls him mom. Yeah, he calls him mom. Yeah. yeah. And then he's they're talking about the old times. He's mm-hmm. singing there. So he's he's done this drag thing for quite a while. Right. And... He's much younger in this little scene. Mm-hmm. And then in this scene, someone once again says, eat, eat shit, you old fart. And, and he the, goes crazy. Shit, I'll take fart. I will not. <laughs> <laughs> I just think I love that line. That is a great <laughs> line. Funny. Um so he doesn't. He's like, well, after that, I couldn't come back here. And and the and the mother is like, oh, that was nothing. Just threw some money at it. And <laughs> this is where Hannah first mentions someone named Ken. You see a picture of 
them up on the wall. You know, Ken in a tux and Hannah in a, in a dress. And <laughs> I love this part because he's like, oh, and, and Hannah says something about after I lost Ken, I was like a bird without a song. And, and Miyuki hears that and is like, you sing all the time. <laughs> but then... <laughs> And then, uh, the, and then mom was like, mother was like, oh, so Ken died. What happened? And he kind of leans in and whispers, was it AIDS? <laughs> and Hannah goes, he slipped on the soap. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so now we cut back to the, they're all leaving again. Mm-hmm. And they're walking through the snow. Well, I love the leaving scene because, oh, we forgot to do this. We forgot this earlier, but Hannah loves to say haikus. You know what a haiku yes, is? Yes, Okay, okay yes. Yeah, she loves to just come up with haikus on the spot. So in the morning, they were all getting ready to leave, and you know, mother's out there in her house coat. It's snowing. It's cold. And Hannah like says some really nice haiku about snow on my baby's cheeks as my mother watches me leave or something like that. And it's this really sweet moment, but then mother just goes, Hey, you! <laughs> the comical timing of that. It's one of my favorite parts of the movie. So, yeah, th- then we get kind of a montage of them going around looking... Like sleeping in diners. Well, yeah, because um, at one point, Hannah puts her hand in one of her pockets and pulls it out, and there's a note, and I think, like, another thousand yen bill from Mother saying, like, yeah, this is... And they so they go to some, like, 24-hour cafe and just stuff themselves as much as they can. And they're sleeping in between. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they're sleeping in between. Then you get seen they're around a fire. You had to love this because there's a ton of cats. Yeah, in they this they scene. they find this house that's being destroyed. It's like being it's in the middle of being destroyed, and they go in there, and there's all these cats everywhere. And at one point, and of course, you know, um, all the cats love Miyuki. They're like all around her, and uh, Gin says something like, "I want some meat," and he looks at one of the cats, and the next thing, he gets hit in the face with a book again, and Miyuki's just like, "Don't you dare!" Yeah, and all the cats are like hissing at him, and he's like, "I was just joking." I felt like that's probably how you felt. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you dare. <laughs> so at one point, um, they send Miyuki out to get something. I forget what it was. Um, they send her to another convenience store. Again, you know how you, in, uh, in, in, um, in your name, you were like, are there really vending machines all over the place? Right. Like that? Well, convenience stores are actually convenient over there. Like I, there was one just like five minute walk from my apartment where like in the middle of the night, if I wanted a Coke, I could go get one. So she goes out to the convenience store, but as she, as she does, she stops and looks and just goes, oh no. Like you don't even see what she's looking at right. at first. But then you see the building that they are sitting in that is being demolished and Hannah holds up the picture of the guy and the woman and they find out they have been squatting in the house that they are looking for. Yep. It's been burned down. It's been, it's been, dest- it's being it's destroyed. Been yeah. yeah. And at first... And at first, Hannah's just like, no way. This is not, this is not possible. And then they, they take the other set of keys that they find and Gin opens the door, door. and just steps in and he goes, honey, I'm home. home. And then the door, <laughs> and then falls. The door slowly falls off. <laughs> so they're like, shit, now what do we do? Yeah. Well, the next day they start meeting ladies from the, from the neighborhood. One that had come by to feed all the cats. Yeah. And start asking questions about, about this, um, uh, this this woman they they were looking for, and they start and all the, and more and more of the old ladies in the neighborhood start showing up. But I love one part that woman's talking. She's like, "Yeah, and I mean, we saw we saw bruises on him all the time. Oh, he hit her? No, on him. <laughs> yeah, I was like, yeah, the bruises were on him. But this like apparently the husband was racking up gambling debts yeah, yes. or something, and that's why they had to leave. Um, <clears throat> and while while this is all happening, we see um, 
I think she, I think Miyuki found like a comic book or something. Is that what that is? Okay. Yeah, was, I, she was laughing at it, whatever it was. So it must have been a comic book. And she looks down at this, at this, at this stack of newspapers, and her face gets really sad for a second. And she she tears off one of the news, one part of that newspaper, and you don't even see what it is, but she tears off a part of it, and puts it in her pocket. Now from here. How did they get on the train from here? Well, they they she sees something while she's looking through those papers. Uh-huh. It says, I don't know, Shinkocho, but it's one, two, two, five. Uh-huh. And then gives the Mason Happiness Apartment 203. Okay. So, but uh, I had to make a note because once again, it's 1225. Like you said, it's all through this all movie. All through this movie, yeah. Um, Actually, before they get on the train, we get the story from Gen telling that... Uh, Telling Hannah that his daughter and wife are actually still alive. Right. That, uh... Oh, and then we get a scene where Muki's trying to call her dad. Right. That was, yeah, that was kind of a harsh scene because she's she's sitting there... Well, no, um, while they... I think that was actually before they... Or after they got off the train because while you see them oh, on the okay. train, you see that that piece of paper she tore off of the right, of I the newspaper was a message from her parents. They just put in the newspaper that said, Miyuki, Angel came home. Right. So her that's, cat that's came right. home. You're right. So I think it's on the train again tells Hannah that his daughter and wife are actually alive. Yeah, or, his daughter and wife are actually still alive. Yes. Yes. He Mickey makes calls up, her dad. Yeah. He answers. She can't. She, she can't, can't say speak. anything. But he, like he knows it's her. Yeah, he knows it's her. She's just like breathing into the phone like really heavy like she's about to start crying. But then she just slams the phone down and just starts crying there in the booth saying, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, over and over again. Yeah, and uh, now, while she's doing this, they're uh, they're actually in some kind of store. What kind that's, of store? That's is a convenience the, store. That's a that, conven- that's what so. A there's Japanese, like benches there. To yeah, just like sit you down? can you can go in there and um and buy like uh, a cold like a like not a frozen meal but like a refrigerated meal and they'll like heat it up there for you and you can sit there and eat it. Some of them have places where you can sit and eat while you're waiting for whatever. Okay. But they're just in there trying to trying to get out of the cold and the yeah. and the, the 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 attendant there, the clerk is kind of trying to politely ask them to leave. Well, and you got this guy yelling. This guy this drunk guy's like, "Yeah, you guys stink. You should get out yeah. of here. Are you homeless?" So Miyuki gets back and yes. they they this guy has like drugged Gin out onto the street and is almost is about to start fighting him. And as they're standing there trying to, you know, having this little altercation, this fucking ambulance comes out of nowhere and just plows right into this building. So once again, another near miss. Another near miss. Like the the, the clerk inside. And what's so, I love the part because the guy driving the ambulance gets out and just kind of staggers around and looks at them and goes, call an ambulance. <laughs> and, and the guy, the clerk's like, okay, okay. <laughs> So in the and, and and this was whenever like oh my uh, Hannah's like oh my god this baby is a good luck charm but then she collapses yeah and like you get blood spurts yeah yeah she's like well we we mentioned we didn't we got to mention this earlier when she was going through those little alleys looking for for Miyuki and Kyoko she stops and is coughing into her hand and when she leaves you can see like blood dripping down from where she put her hand so she has been coughing up blood for a bit in this movie oh I don't think I even caught that then. you didn't I guess not okay. Because well, I was like, why? Where are these blood Because you don't see it come from her mouth. You yeah. see her start to faint, and then it shows the road, and then blood spurts on the road. Right. Yeah, so right. I didn't even realize it was coming from her mouth. He, he wasn't getting his period. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I <laughs> no, no, he, no. She was, she was coughing up blood earlier in the movie, and now she's just collapsed. So they're in the hospital, and the doctor is telling Gin, like, your friend needs rest. Your friend needs proper, proper nutrition, and. And uh, 
and Gin's just like, Doc, we're homeless. What are we supposed to do? And again, you look at this doctor, and the doctor looks like he could be Gin. He looks almost the same. I as, did not put that. You didn't together. notice that. Well, I did he, not he looks put that just together. like him, except he 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 has like a more trimmed beard. Mm-hmm. His beard is more well kept. So it's almost like Gin is seeing two different possible futures for him. Right. I also made the note that Miyuki meets a nurse in here mm-hmm. named Kyoko. Right. And then the nurse is like, oh, the baby's so cute. And and uh, and she's like, who's... And like the mother is. And, 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 Miyuki, and Miyuki's just like, not me. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I think it was here you see on the news about a guy getting shot in a... In a um, the guy earlier who got shot in the uh, the assassination attempt said he is expected to pull through. Right. And without their insurance, they have to pay up front for everything. And I wrote it down here. just so I would know. Mm-hmm. 29,830 in, which at least converted today, 273 bucks. Right. Which for that kind of hospital visit is cheap. It's very <laughs> cheap. Yeah. You'd pay that with insurance nowadays. Yeah. Um, but unfortunately for Gen, he had 30,000 yen. Mm-hmm. So that's going to take, wipe that out to pay yeah. for this hospital. Bill. And, 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 and Hannah's just like, I'm so sorry again. I'm so sorry. <laughs> uh, but then, Whenever he, whenever he takes, you know, they're, they're standing there and we see the nurse that, that had just spoken to Miyuki earlier stop and look at Gin and Gin just looks at her and he's like, Kyoko? And she goes, Dad? Yep. And what, what's so funny is whenever he says Kyoko, both Hannah and Miyuki look at him and then look at the baby, right. Kyoko, like, are you talking to her? <laughs> but then, and, and whenever, he, whenever she says Dad... Beethoven's Ninth Symphony, the the Hallelujah Chorus, yes, starts playing over yes. the radio. Yep. So this is Miyuki. This is this is Gin's daughter. Yeah. She's a nurse, and she tells him that her and mom they searched for him when he left. Yeah. So they said mom was always going to the morgue and looking at John Doe's to yeah. see if any of them See-fing, were you. Yeah. And that she ran. He actually owned a bicycle shop, not exactly a bicycle racer like he right. said, but that right. she ran the shop by herself. And of course, this sets Hannah off. Oh, I love this. This is my favorite part for Hannah. I think. Oh, I'm, I'm going to let you do that. <laughs> because, this is your favorite. Because like, it's this really tender moment between um, between Gin and his daughter. We find out that Gin's daughter is actually engaged to be married to the doctor we just met. And it, and then you see you see Hannah. And she at first it looks like she's crying. But then you realize she's just shaking with anger. And she's like, this is what, you, this is what you've been hiding all this time. You told us they were dead. And it's like, says you, it's like, you've been lying to us this whole time. You'd make yourself out to be some kind of a bicycle racer. And he's like, well, I was at the track a lot. It's like, yeah, you were gambling all the time. And she, and Hannah, Hannah says something to, to Gin's daughter says, you want to know something about your dad? He's spineless. He can't, no, he's spineless. His feet stink and he can't drink or something <laughs> like that. And, and she's like counting these off on her fingers as she's saying this. This is one of my favorite parts of the, just the animation of it all is really great. So yeah, the fact that you said that he looks just like this doctor now that I, I, something I didn't notice mm-hmm. and now that she's engaged to him, she's marrying her yeah. own father. Well, yeah, it's like I mean, and, 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 and he and he's and he says it like that doctor is kind of like my age, isn't he? <laughs> and she says, yes, but his daughter died young and then his wife followed soon after. So it's like his alternate his alternate parallel universe or something. Yeah. It's like his fake story come to come to life. life. Yes. So Hannah stomps off just mad as hell at him. And Miyuki goes after Mm -hmm. and we get the story of the weeping red devil. Yeah. Now this is the one part that didn't really translate very well for me, but basically it's kind of a folk story 
about a um, a red devil, you know, and and kind of like a I don't know how you would describe these in you know Western terms, but he looks like a person, and he he but he and he lived on the outskirts of some village, but wanted to. You know, what I just thought about what the fact that the red devil that's called the Hana mask, right? Is that not called a Hana mask over there? Possibly. And that I mean, this, this is Hana's story? I just now put that together. I'm not well, even sure if that's right. Well, see, this this particular monster from their folklore, they call it an Oni. Oni, Oni Baba? That mm, one? No? I don't think it's Oni Baba. I just, oh, I, okay. I, I just know this as being Oni. I remember okay. driving through, you know, in a car, going through the mountains one time, and just coming coming past this, this statue of one, just this, you know, red person with big teeth looking thing. So basically, it's a story of a of a of a red devil that wanted to be wanted to be with the humans, yep. but the humans were always scared of him. So his friend, the blue devil, kind of like started terrorizing the humans, so that the red, so devil, that the could red devil could defeat him and become friends with the human. But the blue devil had to go away. Yep, because otherwise they would have known it was a trick. Right. So to gain these other groups' fondness, likeness, whatever, mm-hmm. he loses his one true friend. Right. Right. Yeah. So Hannah's just like, well, I, I guess I'm gonna go away now. And 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 Miyuki's just like, where? Where are you gonna go? And she's like, we're going to the police. And and Miyuki's like, but you hated that idea. That's what we've been saying this whole time. Yeah. And <laughs> this part of the movie is so darkly funny to me because he's described. Hannah, Hannah is describing what what she would do. If she were the mother who had abandoned this child, she's like, I would take my... And they're walking across a bridge on one side of the road. And you can see the other side of the road. And he's like, I would take my shoes off right here. And and as he's saying that, you see a woman's feet on the other side step out of her shoes and climb up onto the rail. And he's being all dramatic. And he stops mid-sentence and is like, whoa, 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 whoa. Like runs across the street to pull this woman who was about to jump off this bridge and kill herself. Well, before you get to that scene... We actually get the scene again watching the newscast. He's oh, watching it for the lottery. Right. Because I wanted to write that down. Cause right. It was 200 a- million yen, mm-hmm. which is about 1.8 million. So mm-hmm. good chunk for our big lottery, not so much. But you get the scene where they have released the sketch of a baby that was stolen from a hospital. Right. And it looks just like Kyoko. Mm-hmm. So, and then you get on a story on the bridge mm-hmm. with the pulling the woman down, which turns out to be... Nishizawa Sachiko. That was what her name was. I just, Sachiko? Just, yeah, Sachiko. Okay. And, which is funny because my Japanese teacher while I was living there, her name was Sachiko, but it was, she had a different last name. Okay. So, just as they pull this woman off the bridge, off the off the ledge, that's when they realize this is the woman we've been looking for. And, and when she slaps see, the shit out of her. And when she sees the baby, she like starts to lunge at the baby like, oh my gosh, but then Hannah slaps her just... Whap! Just knocks the shit out of her, and she blames her husband. Her husband says that the husband took her. Mm-hmm. So then they give the baby back. They give the baby thinking back, thinking that it's with the rightful mother. They think. Yes. they think it's with the rightful mother. And this, and this, right? Yeah, this is right after we've gotten that revelation. So we notice that Kyoko is still crying and still crying profusely yes. as as this woman walks away with the baby, and they're just all kind of. They're all sm- sniveling and crying and as the baby's walking away. And then we cut back to Gin, Gin. who's finally found that apartment that mm-hmm. they had written down earlier. Mm-hmm. And the guy's in there. Yeah. But he's like, that's not my baby. Yeah. That is when not... He says, Sachiko, Sachiko stole her yes. from, the, from the infant ward at the hospital. 
And it's like, oh shit, now what are we going to do? Yep. So then he goes out to look for her. He gets on a bicycle. Mm-hmm. He goes riding and he rides right by Hannah Muki. Right, Hannah Muki there. This is New Year's by now. I think. Is that, I'm, is that, I was wondering how much time has passed while they're doing all this walking and yeah, everything. Well, I, I mean, wasn't sure. I don't know exactly how long it's been, but at the end of the year, it's always a thing where people go and visit shrines, and that's what Miyuki and Hannah are doing. You know, they, they go and pray at shrines. That's, 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 a, that's a New Year thing. Um, okay. So it might not have been New Year's Day exactly, but it was close to it. I mean, I never actually have, like, counted to see how many days and nights pass right. over the course of this movie. So Gin finds Hannah and... Miyuki at this at this shrine and he has been pedaling all over the place on his bike and is so out of breath that he can't even get the words out of his mouth of what is happening so he starts trying to pantomime like holding a baby and pantomime a mother and and that's when when Hannah's like oh yeah we had a very tearful reunion you missed it and that's when he just blurts out she's a fake Sachiko's not the real mother and and Hannah and Miyuki are just like excuse me what so we get this scene where this whole time, you know, you know what you know what Kyoko sounds like when she's crying. You know what she has a very distinct cry, and she, you see all these babies that are crying. You know, being in you know babies in cars, babies being held on the street. You know, all these babies crying, but none of them sound like Kyoko. Right. So they're still able to hear where she is. They're like able to follow the sound of her cry and find. Sachiko still in that little part trying to breastfeed. And when she right. sees them, she runs away. Now, this woman is batshit insane. <laughs> First of all, we already know she has kidnapped a baby from the hospital. Yes. So that does not necessarily speak well to her mental stability. Now, she steals a truck. She steals like a box truck, like a delivery truck. And the guy who is driving it is like, stop thief. And, and uh, in Japanese, the thief is uh, Dorobo. That's, 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 that's thief in Japanese. And whenever, whenever he, and he, and the guy who was, who had the truck looks at this cop and is like, that woman stole my truck. And then Gin comes up and steals the cop's bicycle. So even the cop is like, stop thief. <laughs> and then, and as a, and as, and then Miyuki runs by and is like, yes, that woman's a thief. And, and Hana runs by and, um, uh, baby in, in, uh, in Japanese is Akachan. So the way he's, the way she says this is so funny. Cause she's just like, Akachan no Dorobo. Like, <laughs> she's a baby thief. Yes. <laughs> so I don't even know. I can't remember how Gen was able to catch up to this woman. He's on a bicycle. Like, she's he in caught a car. Up. I'm not sure how that happened either, but he catches up on this bike. Right. And Hana is able to you know jump in front of a car and get it to stop. And who is it? It's the cab driver from earlier. <laughs> And so they're all chasing these on a bicycle and on a car. They're chasing this woman in this truck. Like she, at one point, um, I, I loved it because Gin, like the, the, the cab comes up alongside Gin and he holds on to the, uh, to the rear, to the side view mirror. And the car, the cab accelerates and kind of slingshots him towards the truck. Right. And he manages to get the door open and is like telling this woman to stop. And she like tries to sideswipe him. And, and you see, like, the bits and pieces of the bicycle coming out from under the truck. But then you see that Gin is, like, clinging to the side of this truck. He's like a, he's like a spider or something. And, and Hannah says something about, oh, yeah, no action movie star has anything on you. Because earlier they talked about action movies. Yeah, not movies. being action movie stars, yeah. So, this woman accidentally steers this truck into a building. Like, through the lobby. It's like a big office building. Through the lobby... And 
I think I think again actually takes Kyoko and like yes. tucks and rolls. Yep. So so protects you know, the baby. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, the crash knocks him out. Right. And then Sachiko comes and takes the baby from him, and just for some reason I don't know why she thought this was a good idea. She goes upstairs. Yep. I guess because she saw Hannah. That sounds like horror movie logic. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Horror movie logic. She goes upstairs. Um, I think she saw Hannah. Um, and, and the taxi driver. They drive the taxi straight into the building again. Um, and they're like, which way did she go? And the cab driver just kind of dazed and like pointing that way. You know, so they all go, they all go up the stairs after her. You know, um, Miyuki was the first one. And she's the one that's closest behind. Yep. And uh, Hannah and Gin are kind of following, uh, following up, uh, bringing up the rear. And they're not doing a very good job of it because no. they're out of shape, obviously. And uh, this woman gets out on the roof. And by now there's a news helicopter out there. You know, following everything that's happening. And this woman gets up on the ledge of this building, like, threatening to kill herself and the baby. Right. And Miyuki is trying to talk her down. And just as she's about to step off, she hears her husband yelling from down on the street. Like, suddenly there's a lot of cops and ambulances and stuff like that. They got here really quick. I guess it might have taken them a while to get to the top of the building. Yeah, maybe. And, you know, her, her husband's like, I'm try- I, I, I want to change my ways. I love you. I still want to be with you. And she's like, I'll be with you in the next life. And she starts to step off. And that's when Miyuki grabs her. Yes. And the woman finally comes to her senses and is about to hand the baby back to Miyuki, which I don't know how Miyuki is going to take the baby because right now Miyuki is the only thing holding this woman up. But then she st- Miyuki starts to slide over the edge too. But then- yeah, but before this, mm-hmm. you know, because Miyuki tells her that the baby wants to see her actual mom and dad, mm-hmm. and she looks at the baby, and the baby says, "I want to go home." Yeah, and I'm like, "Babies don't speak. <laughs> Come on, <laughs> it's anime, and this is a miracle, baby. They can speak yeah. if they want." Um, so yeah, and, and as as they are about to fall gin comes up and grabs uh, miyuki's legs and hannah does this like jumps up onto the ledge because the ledge has got kind of a slope down to the to the very edge and like slides down because sashiko has actually dropped the baby right sashiko has dropped the baby so so hannah slides down grabs the baby but then loses her balance and, and like can't we think she's fallen but then we see that she is hanging by some kind of a um like a big banner like a big yeah, vertical I banner, banner. I was he's like i'm sure. okay i'm okay but then the banner starts to break <laughs> yes and as they're falling this huge gust of wind comes sweeping <laughs> through the streets and lifts up the banner and now hannah's just kind of like floating, floating down, down to earth holding this baby yes <laughs> so now we cut to a hospital another hospital where gin and hannah are both in the hospital beds, and Miyuki's just kind of there hanging out with him. And Hannah says something about, oh, that is like, why did they put me in the men's ward? I shouldn't be here. <laughs> and outside, you see this couple now holding Kyoko, her real parents, parents obviously. Yep. And they're about to enter the door, and you see a third person in a suit, and is like, are you sure you want to meet them? I'm, I'm, I've heard they're homeless. And they're like, yes, we want her to be her. We want them to be her godfather, yep. her godfathers. Yep. It's like, okay. He opens the door. Well, no, actually, before you saw this, you saw the little drawstring sack that the guy gave to Gin, and in it was the winning lottery ticket, because it was all a string of ones. Right. Yeah. 
So, yeah, I expected the lottery ticket to be twelve twenty five at that point when yeah, I saw that. I was yeah, like, was. I'm waiting on it, but it wasn't. Yeah. Um, so this guy opens the door and is like, oh, sorry for bothering you, but the parents would like to... Sp-. And then he just stops. It's it's Kyoko's father. It's Kyoko's father. Oh, no, sorry. Miyuki's father. And Miyuki, yes. And it's it just like the scene earlier with Gin and his daughter where they're just like stunned for a second. And then he's like, Miyuki? And she's like, Dad? And, and both Gin and Hunter are like, what? What? That's the end of the movie. <laughs> but I do love these end credits. Yeah, these end credits are crazy because there's all these buildings in the Tokyo skyline, in, in, including Tokyo Tower, and it starts playing this, like, almost reggae-sounding version of Beethoven's Ninth Symphony. Okay. And there, there's Japanese lyrics being sung over it. I'm yes. not sure if they're the original uh, or if they're singing the same as the original German of this song. But all the buildings start dancing. They're just, like, <laughs> bopping up and down and swaying left and right. And I, that's that's the end of Tokyo Godfathers. One yep, of my not not just one of my favorite Christmas movies, but one of my favorite animated movies as well. This is, it's I, it's so much fun because you can watch it so many times and notice things again. Like I I can't, I'm not sure how many times I've watched it before I noticed that you know the old guy looked like an older version of Gin and the doctor looked like Gin too. Um, You're right because I I didn't I took the old guy as Santa and I didn't notice the doctor looking. Like and in, so, like the the backgrounds and the the environments in this movie are so beautiful. They look like they could be a photograph easily. Uh, they're so well painted, and and this is one of the reasons I love anime as much as I do is because, you know, there's no CG in this movie. Even to today, there's not a lot of CG in anime. It's still mostly hand drawn. So for you know for them to have as as realistic movements and portions or proportions as they have. And to be able to go from like serious expressions to kind of cartoony expressions, that takes so much talent. I believe that. <laughs> so we might have to talk about some more of Satoshi Kon's movies, especially, you know, I, we, we've talked about a, a new type of episode, a versus episode, you know, like um, Ghost in the Shell versus Ghost in the Shell. Well, it might be interesting to do a, uh, a comparison between Black Swan and Perfect Blue or... Um, Inception and Paprika, which I have both of those movies, so oh, we can okay. do that. <laughs> I do not have Black. I do not have Black Swan. Though. We'll have to do something about that. Okay. Actually, I don't have Perfect Blue either. <laughs> oh, I thought you would have had that one. Okay. No, that one's that one is. I have to watch it again, but it's it's a it's a mind trip. It really is. Okay. And he also did a. I've mentioned it before. A, a short, like a mini series. It was actually an anime for TV, but it was not a kids anime. It was it had very adult themes in it called Paranoia Agent weird weird stuff like it's one of those where you get to the end and you're like what the hell just happened (laughs) okay so that is tokyo godfathers one of my favorite christmas movies like i said one of my favorite animated movies period so tune in next time what are we going to be talking about next time josh Uh, next week we get a friday the 13th in december so i had to do some christmas horror but we're going light because this is Anna and the Apocalypse. It's oh. a Christmas zombie musical. Oh, so that sounds like a real winner. <laughs> I, I remember when it came out. I just never got to see it. You know, my I girlfriend f- doesn't like any kind of blood at all. Yeah, it's like I would say recommend it, but it definitely has too much blood for her. Yeah. So she can't no. handle like the slightest bit of anything. So that wraps up our episode for tonight or for today, whatever time it is you're listening to this. <laughs> 
But as always, I'm Adam. And I'm Josh. And whether you're in your car or in your theaters, always check your blinds. You guys take care. We'll see you next time.